This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Studios in the Battery Atlantis, the Buck Baloo Show on the Fan 680 and 937. Gang's all here today. We're ready to go. Locker room has left the building. Those boys are probably going home and taking a nap. Six to ten Monday through Friday here on the Fan. Then I go ten to eleven. Uh, we got Nick and Chris already getting warmed up. They're uh, eleven to two, I believe it is. They have that little. What is it, Road Dog? An hour or 30 minutes with Chuck and Chernoff? They're talking about birthdays and stuff. Yeah, it's usually about 20, 30 minutes these days, sometimes a little. Yeah, and then you wrap it up with Chuck and Chernoff here. Our lineup Monday through Friday here on The Fan. And uh, we're going to get it started today. We really appreciate those listening to the Buck Palooza show. And so we want to hook them up. 404-231-1680, the number. And we've got a pair of Luke Bryan tickets. He's going to be at Truist Park on August the 17th. Tickets went on sale last Friday. You can get those at Ticketmaster.com. But uh, we want to uh, reward you, or some would say, Baloo, you're bribing these people. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it takes, brother. Whatever it takes. we got a couple of tickets to go see Luke Bryan. We'll give away right now. And uh, if you don't win, again, Ticketmaster.com. Be listening uh, through tomorrow. We'll have some more to give away tomorrow on the show. Bucks Big Take. All right, time for the Big Take. Boys of summer are set to get back to work after slacking off for three and a half months. Braves pitchers and catchers report tomorrow to Northport. And the first workout is Thursday. Yes, sir, buddy. Expectations are high once again for the Atlanta Braves. In fact, allow me to be real. The expectation, you know what it is, win the World Series. Anything else would be a disappointment. The everyday lineup is loaded. It's the best in baseball. This offseason, Alex Anthopoulos reloaded the bullpen with a couple of power arms and added a power arm to the rotation. Right now, the pitching staff looks deep and talented. The Braves are the team to beat in the National League East when they break camp at the end of March. But you know what? It's the lack of postseason success over the last two years that has a lot of Braves country freaking out. The Braves are 
a disappointing two and six the last two years in the postseason. Two and six with two embarrassing three to one series losses to the rival Phillies in the divisional round. That stinks. This team hits the field in spring training on a mission. That mission, you wonder? Get to the postseason and kick some butt. Braves country has reached the point where, get this, wait, wait, the division title run is basically meaningless. And the Braves have won six National League East titles in a row. At least that's the way I feel about it, man. I could care less about putting another one of those division pennants out there at Truist Park because of what's happened the last two years. It's time to get to the postseason and kick some butt. And I'm hoping it's going to be the Phillies' butt. Agree, disagree, 404-231-1680, the number. DT, Adam, any of you guys want to chime in on that one? If not, we'll see what's popping. I was talking to Mike Ashby, who just won the tickets to uh, Luke Bryan, so I kind of missed the gist of it. Oh, okay. Well, at least we're rewarding somebody. Did he think we were bribing him? Yeah, well, he was very happy to win the tickets. Oh, that is awesome. Great job, Road Dog. Let's make people happy. DT, is the division title, does that mean anything to you? Uh, Not necessarily, yeah. It's, I mean, um, the thrill's gone. I, I, that's fair. Hey, if it's the wild card, uh, let's, let's get in as the wild card. Let's be ready to play our best baseball when the postseason shows up. I will say, every year when they win the division, though, I, it's uh, it's an overwhelming sense of pride. So um, I, could, I might yeah, give you a little pushback on for me, that. at least, with that. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, because once you've done it, it, you realize it's all about what you do there in the postseason. We've got a team that should be contending for the World Series title. And nobody should be getting in the way of that, especially the Phillies for crying out loud. Maybe that's what it is, right? It's the fact that we've made it to the postseason the last two years and the lousy, stinking Phillies have shown us the door. Maybe that's what it is. Let's see bring on the weak-ass Phillies. Yeah, bring them on. Let's see what's popping out there, DC. Let's find out what's popping. Let's see what's popping, man. A lot of people watch Super Bowl 58. See the overnight numbers coming down. The uh, game averaged 123.4 million viewers, both on TV, CBS, and then streaming on Paramount, becoming the most watched program in TV history. Most watched Super Bowl ever. That was up 10%. At least 2.2%. Uh, no, 202.4 million viewed at least part of the game. So over 200 million people tuned in. And I saw where this consumer research firm has determined that 20% of the audience probably put this over the top because of the Taylor Swift-Kelsey uh, romance thing. Seeing Taylor Swift bringing in a... The music crowd that typically wouldn't be that interested in the Super Bowl. Personally, I think a lot of it had to do with this being a tight, exciting, back-and-forth showdown that included the two top teams in the NFL. 
So we got a great matchup and an exciting game that went to overtime. Playoffs were up overall 9% regular season, second highest rated regular season in NFL history. And that showed up with those 30-second ads, $7 million that cost you for a 30-second ad. In fact, I think the only other uh, TV program that eclipsed the 123.4 million viewers was that fake Apollo 11 moon landing. And I say fake, I'm just kidding around. You know, a lot of people saying, yeah, that thing was fake, man. They did that in the studio. Say what? And reportedly, there were 125 to 150 million people tuned in to see the Apollo 11 moon landing back in the day. As I mentioned, the uh, Braves pitchers and catchers report tomorrow, and I believe Domino and Cellini are going to report tomorrow also. Oh, next week. Okay, they're going to wait for the team to show up, and, and that sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good plan. So here's the deal. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. First workout on Thursday, and that will probably be the first round of golf for the guys playing golf together. First team workout. Full team will be February 20th. A lot of the full team will show up with the pitchers and catchers. A lot of them already down there. First spring game, February 24th. That'll be against the Rays right down the street in Port Charlotte. Braves are going to play 30 spring training games, and they open, in, uh, open against the Phillies up in Philadelphia on March 28th. That's opening day. You can hear all those games down at spring training on the app. Driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Go see them coming. Beaver Toyota. We'll be up there later this week. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. Uh, what else is popping? Well, I'll tell you what, the Shanahan criticism is, is over the top. Criticism about not kicking off when you won the toss in overtime. 49ers and Shanahan said, we'll take the ball. They drive down the field in a 43-play drive. Stalls out in the red zone. They kick the field goal. Chiefs come back on a 48-play drive for the touchdown to win the Super Bowl. And a lot of talk about whether the 49ers were up to speed on the overtime rules going down in the playoffs. <clears throat> and a lot of criticism on Shanahan for taking the ball and not kicking off. And here's one thing. Let's hear uh, uh, Chris Canty, one of the NFL analysts out there, former NFL player. Here he is uh, just slamming Shanahan about the decision. Wanting the ball third doesn't pass the smell test. It doesn't. Like, I could have settled for the explanation of, okay, my defense was just on the field because the Kansas City Chiefs just marched down, kicked the field goal to push it in overtime. That's it. I wanted to yeah. rest the guys. But why not just say that? Like, you could always explain that, and that part of it makes sense. But saying that you wanted third makes me feel like Kyle Shanahan panicked in that moment. That logic, that rationale doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I uh, can't see like a lot of these folks out there criticizing Shanahan for the decision. And look, I understand that if you uh, you elect you win the toss and you elect the kickoff, and let's say the Chiefs drive down and score that touchdown, well, at least that frees you up to be able to go for it on fourth down. 
because you know you need a touchdown. I understand that part of the deal. But for me, I think something that overrides that, maybe this was what Shanahan was thinking, was that the Chiefs' defense was gassed late in the fourth quarter. The 49ers uh, decided to turn back to that run game. Christian McCaffrey was pounding them in the run game. The Chiefs' defense was gassed. And so I I don't blame Shanahan. I think I maybe would have taken the ball, too, because I want to get that Kansas City defense back out on the field as quickly as possible. They're gassed. They're having trouble stopping the run game. We got to knock it in for a touchdown. Let's get that Kansas City defense out there as fast as possible. Because they were gassed. Keep the foot on the accelerator. Don't allow them to sit over there for 30 minutes and rest up and... That's what I'm thinking anyway. And that's what's popping on this Tuesday, February 13th. Hopefully you've got your Valentine taken care of. DT, you got it, You got your lady taken care of? Um, yeah, I'll plead the fifth. Not really, but... Um, what? We, we, oh, no, I, I've, I've got some I mean, things. you got to get something. No, we got it in mind. Yeah, no, it's not a huge special day. Road dog, you got your lady taken care of? He's all over it, Buck, I can tell. Yeah, he's on it. Yeah, so you got to get a little something, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be big, Road Dog. No, just no, no, a little we, something. I got her some stuff. We're actually celebrating tonight to try to avoid tomorrow night's crowd. That's yeah, a don't call. try to go out and eat out. tomorrow night. That's brother. a good that, call, right? That'd there. be a big mistake trying to go out and eat tomorrow night. That'd be crazy, man. We're getting it out of the way, and I've definitely got her a couple things. Her and my daughter. A couple things for Valentine's. Yeah, and this uh, sort of changed for me because Audrey, our daughter, was born on Valentine's Day. And so that sort of trumps Valentine's Day after you've been married 20 years. Your daughter's birthday is is number one. That's on the marquee. Audrey's birthday. She's going to turn 20. Where is my little girl's all grown up? And so that is... Uh, Lightened uh, the, the emphasis up on Valentine's Day a little bit. I'm, I still got Kelly still taken do, care yeah, of. Still do a I still got special, Kelly yeah. taken care of. Don't worry about that. All right, coming up next, man, I got a reason to believe our MVP will be better this season than last season. I'm going to tell you why next. Got the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves' 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. you hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And I hope to see you next Friday, man. We're going to be at Bears Best Atlanta for the Chili Dip Open next Friday, the 23rd. 
That benefits First Tee Metro Atlantis, the first big golf tournament of 2024. And you get a shot to play one of the best courses in Atlanta, my home course, Bears Best Atlanta. Want to thank some of our sponsors, Kroger, Corona Beer, Tito's Handmade Vodka, The Color Spot, Zero FG Energy Drink. Boys will be drinking some of that. All the chili you can eat and some great prizes. And I've decided to join up voice of, uh, forces with one of our top sales guys. I'm going to be playing with uh, Gorman's team. So I'm expecting to win. Gorman always has that pencil with the eraser on it, just in case. You know what I'm saying? Tell you, there was a wise man. Uh, he's still living, by the way, uh, over in Athens. Bobby Pauls said in these golf tournaments like this, these scrambles, that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Basically, is what Bobby Pauls always said. There's a lot of cheating going on in these scrambles, man. Especially with the mulligans. I mean, can't we have a scramble with no mulligans? I think there are a lot of people out there that would like to do it that way. You got to have the mulligans for the charity. I would be willing to pay to not have the mulligans. Maybe that's the idea. There you go. Yeah, here's my $20 bill, and I don't want any mulligans, and I don't want anybody else to have any mulligans. Gorman, he's got, he had to build a trophy case at his home. To put all these golf trophies in there. Oh, he's won so many. But, but does I, is he able to sleep at night is the big question. <laughs> I wonder if the mulligans also might help the pace of play, which is not always great at some of these events as well. Yeah, that just would pick up the yeah, pace yeah. a little bit, too. That's a great just point. Saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'd be willing to pay to not have the mulligans. Just saying. Hey, let's chop it up. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go chopping. Sir, man, we're going to be chopping it up a lot here. The Braves get ready to head on down to spring training. And I want to talk about Ronald Acuna Jr., the reigning most valuable player in the National League and one of the top players in Major League Baseball, one of the top players in the world today. And I want to apologize to Ronald Acuna Jr. In the big take, I said that a lot of these guys have been slacking off for three and a half months. Not the MVP. Man, he's been playing winter ball. I mean, Acuna can't get enough. He can't get enough. So Ronnie is now 26 years old, heading into a seventh major league season. And last year, played 159 games. Love that. In fact, if there were, if somebody said, Baloo, what's the one stat that you would love to see out of Ronald Acuna Jr. in this season? You know what I'd say? Play 159 games. Because you know if he does that, brother, he's putting up some big numbers. Dude hit 337 last season, 41 bombs, scored 149 runs, drove in 106 runs, 35 doubles, 73 stolen bases, and get a load of this. 84 strikeouts, 80 walks. Almost had as many walks as strikeouts. Talk about taking a big step forward. His war stat for you analytic freaks out there, 8.1. Wins above replacement. Check that out. And here's how he did it. Uh, It was just a huge turnaround for Ronald. His hard hit rate was at 55.2%. 
means he squared that ball up 55% of the time. Hit it hard 55% of the time. And yet he only hit 337. So here's the thing. Talking about having a better year than he did last year, there's somebody saying, Baloo, you crazy, man. He ain't going to have a better year than he did last year. He was the most valuable player. Well, consider this. All right, he hit 337 last season with a hard hit rate of 55%. And the quality of contact, the expected batting average really was 357. So let's say that he has a little bit better luck where a lot of these hard-hit balls fall in for base hits. That batting average is going up. That's what I'm talking about. He was able to do this, put up these big numbers, win the Most Valuable Player Award because his chase rate was uh, more than, than half less than it was the year before. I mean, chew on that for a second. He improved his plate discipline. He quit chasing balls out of the strike zone, which was huge. Just look at the numbers. Cut his strikeouts. Get a load of this. 2022, Ronald Acuna Jr. struck out 23.6% of the time. 23.6. Last season, 11.9 dramatic decrease in striking out because he quit chasing balls out of the strike zone. Here's another one I found interesting here. Uh, On two strike counts, so the at-bats where Ronald Acuna Jr. has got two strikes on him. His batting average in 2021 was 056. Last season, 385. Look, I actually saw a stat. He was the best hitter in all of baseball last year on 0 and 2 counts. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting 385. It's incredible. And, you know, the big change that I saw in Ronald, and I mentioned this several times, and I'm going to mention it again. The big change that I saw was that that pitch that was middle of the plate away from Ronald. He hit it to the right side of the infield. He quit trying to pull the outside pitch, took it the other way, hit it where it was pitched, right a second base. Unbelievable. And here's another one. Check this one out, too. This is a good one. All right, so the first five season for Ronald Acuna Jr. on fastballs on the inside part of the plate, he hit 219. Last season? 375. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Seriously. Give me that again. 219. So his first five seasons in the big leagues, fastballs on the inside part of the plate. Over five seasons. Acuna hit 219. Last season, he hit 375. Wow. So I'm telling you, man, Ronnie, Ronnie's got a shot here. To run it back and have a better season than he did a year ago when he won the Most Valuable Player Award. I'm telling you, man. I'm thinking he's going to hit 350. He's going to have 50 jacks, 50 bombs, score 150 runs, steal 70 bases, and drive in 125. And go back-to-back like Dale Murphy. Back-to-back Most Valuable Player Awards.
And you know what's going to happen if he does that? The Braves are going to have to pony up. Because right now, Acuna Jr., he's set to make $17 million this season. Seventeen. Do you know what the market value, the market value for a guy like Ronald Acuna Jr. is? Twice that. Twice that number. So the Braves are going to have to uh, load Ronald up with a contract extension that will pay him 30 to $38 million a year. Because guess what? That's what the going rate is for a player of his caliber. Can't wait to see more of Ronald Acuna Jr. this season. And there's a chance it's going to be better than last season, brother. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's talk a little Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yes, sir. The Atlanta Falcons right now, you got Fontenot and that huge personnel department. They are sitting in a room right now talking about the quarterback situation and what they plan on doing. Now, I'm going to recommend if they invited me up to that executive boardroom, I would say let's trade up inside that top three and let's take Jaden Daniels. And somebody might say, well, dude, we're going to have to give up a load of draft capital to make that happen. And I would say, so be it. We're desperate for a quarterback. That's the only way we're going to win big. Now is the time. This is the fourth consecutive year. The Falcons have drafted in the first round in the top ten. Time to cash in. Time to get your quarterback of the future. The time is now to make this happen. And I think Jaden Daniels is the guy. Electric with the skill set. Run away from trouble. Can stand in the pocket, read coverage, throw the ball accurately. He can lead. Let's make it happen. And uh, doing my uh, show prep last night, I ran across this. There was a... It's a trade uh, breakdown of what it would take to move up to three. Let's say the Boston Patriots decided, you know what? We don't like Jaden Daniels. We're going to go in a different direction. So we're going to trade that number three pick to Atlanta. We'll drop back to eight. Falcons would move up to three. The Patriots would obviously get the eighth pick. Falcons would give up next year's number one. And then a couple of lower round picks. Round 6 and 24, round 4 and 25. Sounds reasonable to me. And maybe you throw a player in. That sounds reasonable. Telling you, man, I'm not giving up hope on this one. Throw Desmond Ritter in on the trade. You can make that happen. Speaking of Ritter, man, I ran across this is that there are uh, report, there's some reports out there that the Pittsburgh Steelers are interested in acquiring Desmond Ritter just to come up and compete with Pickett. Now, remember now, Arthur Smith is now the offensive coordinator on Tomlin's staff in Pittsburgh. And let me just say, if this is true, 
that I think Arthur Smith is crazier than I thought he was when he was here as the head coach. Why would you go through what he went through of seeing Desmond Ritter turn that ball over in the red zone more than any other player in the National Football League? And then you're going to try to bring him to Pittsburgh? I'd be telling Tomlin, don't do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, resign if you bring Ritter up here. I've seen enough of Desmond Ritter to last a lifetime. What are they thinking? I'd be sending him to the NF, uh, the, what is it, the... We got the two leagues that are USFL, XFL together. What the UFL? UFL, I'd be giving him a UFL opportunity. But what are the Steve Arthur Smith? Are you kidding me? And here's the other thing I would not let happen. And I heard the uh, locker room show talking about this earlier today about some of these first round busts as quarterbacks. Some of them don't make it. It's really a 50 50 proposition. Well, here's what I recommend. Uh, The Falcons do not let their director of player personnel be involved in the decision on what quarterback they're going to go after. And why is that? Well, because Ryan Pace, the Falcons director of player personnel, is the former Bears general manager. And Ryan Pace made a decision to move up in the draft to get to the number two pick and took Mitch Trubisky. And do you know who was on the board that they passed over? Patrick Mahomes. Deshaun Watson. You passed on Mahomes to take Mitch Trubisky. I wouldn't want any input from Ryan Pace on the quarterback decision. I'm just saying. And here's my last thought on this. You know, we hear a lot of these things about these quarterbacks, and and I don't hear enough about, you know, I hear all about the hand size. How big is his hands? And I don't hear a lot about his leadership potential. Can the guy lead a football team or not? I don't care how big his hand is. Can he lead? And I don't hear enough of these draft analysts talking about that. If you can't lead at the quarterback position, then I don't want you. I don't want you. So I hope they'll consider that. By the way, Jaden Daniels, regarded as a tremendous leader for the LSU Bengal Tigers. We got time for a nugget. We need to hit it. Mm, Tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, big story out there in college football. Uh, UCLA, Chip Kelly, their head coach, resigned to take the offensive coordinator job at Ohio State. Crazy, huh? Well, not so much. Checking in with my UCLA source overnight. And here's what, I, here's what I was told, is that Chip Kelly understood a few things about UCLA, having been there six years. Was number one when he was about, a, about a, a step away from getting fired. Number two, 
is that UCLA is cheap when it comes to paying. It's a struggle to compete with the NIL at UCLA. It's a struggle to keep quality assistant coaches because they won't pay them. Also, Chip Kelly, not big on recruiting. And so there's the reason why Chip Kelly uh, turned his back to a $6 million salary in 2024. He's probably making about two up at Ohio State. He wanted out, and he wanted out fast. Now UCLA's going with Deshaun Foster. And I got a kick out of this. The UCLA athletic director was saying, you know, the search lasted to replace Chip Kelly three days. That's how long the search for a new head coach took. And they were looking for integrity, energy, and passion. And Deshaun Foster was the running back coach at UCLA. Let me give you the translation on that. He was the only guy willing to take the job. And they didn't have to pay him too much. Exactly. He was the only dude willing to take that job. And there's your college football nugget today. Hey, I hope you're going to be with us on Friday. Very special day at 680 The Fan. We've got our Strikeout Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon. And just want to thank you folks, you generous listeners out there, very loyal. You've helped us raise over $2 million in our Strikeout Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon in the first, uh, what is it, 22 years? I mean, we've been doing this thing for a long, long time. And so we're hoping you're going to be a part of it again this Friday. We'll be broadcasting live from Beaver Toyota and coming. And all your favorite shows are going to be hosting the event. For more information on how to make your donation or to look for incentive items that are going to be available on the day of the Radiothon, visit 680thefan.com. You can do that right now. The fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10-5, get in there, touchdown! This is the Bulldog Beat with Buck Baloo, presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent. All right, I want to do something right here that nobody else in this market, sports talk radio market here in the big city of Atlanta, you're not going to hear anybody bring this up today, college baseball. Georgia Bulldogs with a new head coach, Wes Johnson, has taken over the former pitching coach at LSU. LSU's been pitching the last few years, brother. I mean, Wes Johnson knows what he's doing. Bulldog baseball team will open the season at Foley Field on Friday. They've got a a three-game weekend series with UNC Asheville. Next week, they'll be here in Atlanta taking on Georgia State. And then uh, not too far away, a couple of weeks, we got that three-game series against Georgia Tech. Uh, Atlanta down at Tech on uh, Friday, March the 1st, and then Saturday, March the 2nd in Athens, and then Cool Ray Field up in Gwinnett County. That will be on Sunday, a 3 o'clock game there, a three-game set with Georgia Tech. So, Wes Johnson, man, want to wish the Bulldogs the very best. This upcoming baseball season, uh, look, uh, you're probably thinking, Baloo, why are you talking college baseball? Because I love it. And because I play baseball at the University of Georgia. So it's close to my heart, all right? And as a bonus, we're going to have Wes Johnson, uh, Road Dog Thursday, 1035. Coming up on Thursday, we'll talk to the new Bulldog baseball coach, Wes Johnson. 
Looking forward to getting over there and cheering them on this year. All right, coming up next, I'm going to take a well-deserved shot at our last Ryder Cup captain. And there's some big-time changes coming down surrounding this controversy. We'll have that next. Got the Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. Listening to the Buck Blue show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. We appreciate you man. Thanks so much. Be listening tomorrow as we uh, have some more tickets to give away. Luke Bryan. Boy, the phone lines lit up when we mentioned Luke Bryan. He's a Georgia boy. Hit it big. I have a couple more tickets to give away on tomorrow's show. We have not used this segment here recently, DT. Do we still have Say What? Say What? Say What? Say What? Say what? Say what? What? Say what again? Say what? Stop it! Say what? All right, so we do still have it. I like it. All right, let's use it. Want to take a shot at Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson playing in the Phoenix Open this past weekend. And look, things got a little wild and crazy, all right? There was a lot of drinking going on. And apparently... Those in charge of the Phoenix Open, which had been voted the tournament of the year on the PGA Tour five of the last seven years. I mean, they're having a lot of fun out there, brother. And I like the stadium concept. So there's a lot to like about the Phoenix Open, but the out-of-control behavior is something the golfers are having some trouble with. Some changes coming down as far as general admission tickets and security. They're talking about uh, that news coming out today, so keep an eye on that. But uh, Zach Johnson got a little upset. This is a quick piece of audio I wanted to play. Zach Johnson got a little upset that some of the fan base was riding him at the tournament. Zach was playing in the event, likes to play in the event. But I, I guess he was not expecting to be catching some criticism about the Ryder Cup performance with Zach as the captain. And, boy, they were riding Zach pretty well during the tournament, and he just got sick and tired of it. Oh, don't, don't, sir, me. Somebody said it. I'm, I'm just sick of it. Just shut up. Don't, don't give me that sir stuff. Well, Zach, guess what? Did that come from a fan? I'm, I'm sorry, sir. You're not sorry. Shut up. Zach, how about this? How about manning up? 
All right. What'd you expect, Zach Johnson? You did a horrible job <laughs> as the U.S. Ryder Cup captain. I mean, you played buddy ball is what you did, and we got smoked 16 and a half to 11 and a half. We got absolutely got our doors blown off because, Zach Johnson, you were awful as the U.S. captain. Playing buddy ball. I mean, you're going up and you're asking Spieth, um, uh, who would you like to play with? Who would you like to be one of my captain's picks? And then Spieth probably said, well, I want to play with Justin Thomas. And he said, all right, we'll make it happen. Justin Thomas was in such a bad funk. I think I was playing a better brand of golf than Justin Thomas. But you know what? Zach Johnson made it happen. Uh, brought on Sam Burns and Ricky Fowler. Uh, these were guys that the guys who earned a spot on the team liked and wanted to play with. So you had Zach pass on Lucas Glover, who was red hot. He passed on Dustin Johnson, a big timer that's been in these situations before. He passed on Keegan Bradley, that was playing a high level of golf at that point in time. He passed on Cam Young. It was a killer out on that golf course. So, Zach, you're not above the criticism. Man up and take some of the heat because right now you come off as being a little bit soft. And that say what? We had not had that one lately. Say what? Have to admit, I like that one. Need to do more of that. Good to dust that one off every now and then. Yeah, good job finding that. All right, let's go ahead and get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. I want to be able to get out on time for Nick and Chris. All right, we got our Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon coming up on Friday. And so we've got some uh, items that we're asking you to bid on. So I want to give you the heads up. As always, the uh, Buck Baloo Show will have a couple of packages that I've, I'm putting together. All right, I've got the dog package. I got the Braves package. The dog package will include a commemorative licensed national championship Georgia football. It will include a signed helmet. Remember Run, Lindsey, Run? Just a couple years ago, but signed by Lindsey Scott and yours truly. And there will be some other things in the package too, but wanted to throw that out there as far as the dog package goes. And then the Braves package will include Dipper Jones autographed baseball. Also includes a poster and a baseball card of Chipper Jones. Also, a John Smoltz autographed bat will be in the Braves package. So I wanted to give you the heads up. Not sure I got the information to Scotty Mack on time to get that on the official list. Well, he just heard it, so. Yeah, so maybe sure you can get that on there. They can figure it out. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to that coming up on Friday. Hope you'll be a part of it. And thanks so much for being part of it in the years prior. Amazing what we've been able to do here at The Fan. All right, that's going to do it for my show. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stay tuned for The Boys, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Thank you, bud. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. 
like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.